Hi and welcome to episode 28 of the This Is Reportage podcast. My name is Alan Law, I'm the founder of This Is Reportage and I'm a wedding photographer too. Delighted to be bringing you the fantastic Peter Hellock today. Based in the Netherlands and one half of Love Rules, Pete shoots with his wife Mitzi and they were both in our top 100 photographers of 2019 list with a plethora of awards between them. Pete shares so much with us today, including how a certain scary event led him to be in business with his wife, the reason why he's found himself shooting less frames per wedding, a great tip to increase your patience and concentration, how being a wedding photographer has had an effect on his character and much more. Hey Peter, how are you doing? Yeah, I'm fine, Alan. How are you? So nice to talk to you. Oh, really nice to hear you as well. Really cool. Yeah, I'm fine. Thanks. All good. All good. Well, you know, as as good as can be expected, I guess, at the moment. Yeah. How's how's things with you over there? Because you're in Holland, aren't you? I am in, in Holland or the Netherlands. Um, yeah, it's it's actually uh, it's not bad. At this, the, the beginning of the the pandemic was trickier than it is now somehow. So I sort of settled into it, I guess. Yeah, I guess you so, do start to kind of almost accept it as a new way of life in a way, which is yes, yes. And with it, we have two kids, so that 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 was a bit more challenging in the beginning than it is now. So we found sort of a rhythm. Right. Okay. Yeah. Are you are you homeschooling them? We are homeschooling them, but that ends next week. So. Oh really? Oh wow! Hallelujah. Both... <laughs> uh, yeah. Because <laughs> it is hard, isn't it? It's hard that it's, homeschooling. It's really hard. It's really hard. It's so much harder. So much more respect for for all the teachers out there. Unbelievable. So true. Yeah, definitely. How how old are your kids then? So my kids are four and six. The eldest is six, and uh, he's a boy. Well, obviously the eldest is six. He's a boy. <laughs> His name is Mart, and uh, the younger one is a girl. She's four year, years old, so she just started school. Uh, oh, okay. Well, and they're both going back there next week. They are both going back. It's they're sort of doing uh, half and half. So they're going the Mondays and the Wednesdays, and then the other half of the class is going the other days or some, something uh, like that. So uh, yeah. okay, that's interesting because um, here in the UK we don't know yet what's going to happen. Apparently on Sunday there's going to be a big um, kind of speech by the Prime Minister to right. to give us that overall roadmap. But at the moment, you know, all schools yeah. are off, and we just don't know what's going to happen. But that's interesting that you you were doing that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, uh, yeah. The a little differently here and how how are you how has it been in general in terms of your postponements and things how's how's that been yeah well um it's not been too bad but that's also because uh the majority of our weddings uh was in the in the second half of the of the season so we didn't uh, have that many in april and, and may right only a few those were postponed obviously uh, and what are that, the have the Dutch have you have you been given guidelines about kind of when weddings will be back on and things? Yeah, we yeah we just had the big uh, announcement from the prime minister last Tuesday, and they're now saying uh, from the first of September, um, uh, weddings and, and bigger events can happen up to one hundred people. Right. How, however, uh, we have the, the the big one and a half meter rule here. So uh, okay. that's that's the rule that everybody keeps keeps that distance. Right. Well, even after the first of September, then for, for exactly. weddings as well. Oh. Yes. So that's gonna that's gonna be. I mean, a lot of a lot of um, a lot of couples will still be postponing because who wants to be at, at a at one meter and a half yeah. distance? And and who how how will that work in 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 reality? I don't know. Yeah. Totally. Oh man, it's mad, isn't it? You kind of almost have to smile and laugh because otherwise you can just go under, really. I mean, you? what what else what else can we do? We just we just. We try to go with the flow, and and I have to say, you know, the business has, has sort of taken a backseat to to homeschooling and and entertaining the kids. I feel like a 
a full-time children entertainer now. <laughs> uh, although my wife has taken over most of it, so I can actually start doing some work again, which is oh, that's cool. Very, very grateful for. Yeah. <laughs> and you actually, so you shoot with your wife, don't yes. you? Um, yes. Yes. How did yeah. how did that how did that happen? How did you come to shoot together? Well, diving into the heart of it, uh, that's that's actually an interesting story. That and then so many things are tied to it. So it's it started in 2016. Uh, and I was I was doing really really well just on my own, having fun. I, I started being a self-employed photographer in 2010. Okay. Oh, quite uh, well then. Almost like a decade. Yes, it is a decade. I just realised at the beginning of this year. <laughs> Were you doing um, weddings right from the beginning, or doing? Yes. Like yeah. yeah. The very first paid gig I did was a wedding, oh, and okay. it was all very traditional back then. You know, all the the, the beauty shots and, and whatnot. Right, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and and so so 2015 already started. To, I started to take the, the the plunge into photojournalism a little bit with with weddings. So 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 moments photography, right? And that that really um, that really caught on fast with me. Because, uh, okay. Okay. Hang on. This this is what it's supposed to be like. This makes sense now. <laughs> yeah. uh, so that was 2015, and then in 2016 something weird happened. So okay. um, so I woke up in the middle of the night. Um, on a Thursday night it was, and we, I had a wedding the day after. So I woke up uh, in the middle of the night at one o'clock, and I was staring in my wife's face. Uh, <laughs> my, my tongue hurt, there was blood dripping down my chin, and my in-laws were in the bedroom, which was weird. They don't oh. usually do that. No, that is quite weird. Yes, yes. <laughs> so apparently I had a, I had a uh, I think it's called a seizure in English. Oh, right, okay, wow. Uh, and it's 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 what the epileptics have mostly, right? So oh, man's scary. I know. Well, it wasn't for me. I I, I had no clue what was going on. It's okay, like, yeah. <laughs> but I was staring into it like, what the hell is going on? And like, thirty seconds later, uh, the ambulance people walked in. So I was like, what the hell is going on? Um, so it turned out I had a I had a seizure. Uh, so I ran off to the hospital, and you know, as a a responsible wedding photographer knowing you have a wedding the next day first thing you do is post a message online see if anybody's available to take over that wedding the next day because i was right, pretty yeah. sure i wasn't going to be able to do that yeah yeah terrifying <laughs> that's crazy um and there's there's a lot of, there were a lot of helpful photographers out here there's a great community here in the netherlands that's cool yeah. so so i i did get helped out that friday and the saturday that, that i had a wedding also right. so anyway um long story short um I ended not having uh, epilepsy. Is that how you pronounce it? Epilepsy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I don't have that. So there's there's this little uh, thing in my brain, uh, which is sort of a, a cluster of um, veins, really, really tiny veins. Right. Uh, and one of them popped and started leaking. So it's the oh. sort of size of a marble. Oh, man. Yes. So it sort of shortcutted my brain. Oh, that must have been terrifying for you and your wife. Well, my oh. wife mostly because I didn't, I didn't have a clue what was going on. I just had a little bit of pain in my tongue, but I completely missed the whole episode. And she right. got everything. So me shaking and, and, and well, weird eyes and everything. So she's, she's, she's been traumatized ever since. Right, I bet, yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. Every Are you time... okay then? Are you all right? Yes, well, that's the, that's the weird bit, right? So I, 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 I ended up in the hospital for a few days. Uh, and they scanned me through an MRI and, and they found that little marble uh, vein thingy, which is quite common, but mine popped, which is not that common. Okay. So, so they started monitoring me and, and looking, okay, is it growing? No, it's not growing. How, what, what are the possibilities of it starting to leak again? Yeah, not that big. So we'll just leave it there. Right, okay. They, they left that choice with me, but that's what we're doing. Um, 
So I'm okay. I get checkups every year, and there's not that much going on actually. Okay. Right? Cool. That's but good. I have, yes, exactly. But here comes the part where my uh, my wife Mitzi uh, gets into the picture because I still had a lot of weddings to do that year, and the rule here is if you have if you had one of these seizures, you're not allowed to drive. Uh, okay. Yeah. Security and insurance reasons uh, for six months. So I really needed just a driver for right, sure, weddings yeah. I needed to go to. So I, I got some students here and there and some friends, but most of them, my wife uh, joined me. Right. And well, Had she done any kind of photography before? Is... Nothing. But no, okay. I mean, absolutely nothing. And I said, look, here's a backup camera. I mean, she was bored, obviously. <laughs> yeah. There wasn't that much driving going on all, the, all, the, all day. Uh, so I said, look, here's a camera, just shoot stuff, just shoot ad stuff for all I care. Shoot me, then I can use it for backstage for social media yeah. or whatever. <laughs> just go. And here's, here's the thing, right? So that first wedding, I came home and I started downloading my pictures. And then I said, okay, give me your card. And I started downloading those. And then that's when the surprise happened. But Because remember what I said, I in 2015, I started to get into the photojournalism of things. Right, yeah. Apparently she had a she had a knack for that. I mean, uh, uh, really straight away, right, yeah. Right away, and you know, technically there was obviously much to do about it, but she, she knew those moments. She anticipated them really, really well, so she felt That's it. Cool. That's cool. So she, yeah, she, she had that. So cool. we we decided for the for the all the weddings after that, we decided to um, to work on that and 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 give her um, yeah, give her sort of a training, a sort of a crash course. Right. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that's what happened, man. And like, oh, that's cool. And yeah. then, so, how long was it before you were kind of both full? T- are you both full time together then now? Like, yeah. Yes, we are both full time. Uh, obviously, now things are a little wobbly, but okay. yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> apart from apart from the pandemic, but yeah, how long did it go from that first wedding where she kind of shot with you until you were kind of both fully time working together? Yeah, uh, six months. <laughs> wow, that was quick then. That's cool. We're a bit imp- we can be a bit impulsive sometimes. Uh, I think that can be a really good thing in life, though, because otherwise I... you can just not get things done if you think about it too much. Exactly. And that's that's actually how I started being self-employed as well, um, because I, I had a job and I got burned out and I, I was doing photography and, and uh, I was coming out of the burnout and, and my boss said, OK, look, Man, I love you. You can stay here. You can do whatever you want. Just just pick any job in the company. You can do it. Easy oh, wow. job, whatever. However, you have to make a decision. It's either this or photography. Because if I, if you stay here, I want you 100%. So right. right then and there, I decided, okay, thanks for the offer. I'm going with photography. Yeah. Which was also a bit of a hard conversation when I got home. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but she, she understood. That's cool. Oh, that's so good to have um, a supportive partner like that. Yeah. Um, and now, how do you find it now? Then, kind of working as a husband and wife team, do you ever do you ever argue, ever disagree about things, or is it like a perfect union on the day? Uh, neither. <laughs> it's, it's it's in between. It's a gray area, as always, isn't it? Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, we we do we do argue uh, about about many things. Uh, mm. We're we're but we 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 ha- we share the same vision. We share the same vision about. Life. We share the same vision about photography, and we share the same vision about um, what a wedding should be and, and what it should look like. Um, and sometimes I surprise her with something, and 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 vice versa. You know, she surprises me. Said, I, "Did you take that photo? Are you sure?" Yeah, yeah. And and then it surprises me. You know, and and that goes yeah. both ways. And then you you sort of build on that together. That, 
That's cool. That's cool. I can't. I mean, I love my wife dearly, and she will be listening to this afterwards as well. <laughs> I don't know how. I, I, I don't. I can't imagine working with her at a wedding. I think it's a great skill that you two can do. That it's um, not for everybody. It's not for everybody. But yeah, we 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 pull it off, and we had worked together in the past, so we knew um, we were, we were going to be able to do that. So yeah. Oh, that's cool. And do you um, have like certain roles that you stick to on a day? Like does one of you do bride prep and the other does groom prep or are you kind of um, do you both do both things? How do you how do you do it? Uh, we do both things. Uh, we, we swap. Uh, so one time I'll do the bride. Next time she does the bride. And that's something we talk to our couples about, obviously, because every now and again you do get a uh, a bride who says, OK, I really want a woman there to be with me. Yeah, sure. Although the type of clients we get are. Yeah, usually that relaxes. Say, oh, really, I don't care. Just, just whoever. Just, I, I trust you both. That's cool. And yeah. and, I, and I guess the clients must love the fact, really, that you're a husband and wife team. I think that must add, you know, a certain degree of I don't know, just overall kind of like warmth and empathy, maybe knowing that that their their wedding is going to be captured by a couple that are in love themselves. I don't know. Do you do you yeah. talk about that on the client meetings and things? We do, and it's something we didn't anticipate beforehand. So, so when we when we started doing this, um, uh, obviously at some point we started doing the, the client conversations together, mm-hmm. uh, and and yeah, the, the, at some point somebody must have said, uh, "It's so cool that you, you guys are doing this together, and we're so happy and and uh, that you guys are coming to our wedding." And then it took a while, but then we realized, "Hang on, for us it's a natural thing, right? Mm. It comes natural. It's just." Yeah, at some point we decided, yeah, let's do this together because we enjoy doing it. And then to other people, it looks completely different. It looks like, this is so cool, you know, you, you guys <laughs> share the love and then you share the love of photographing a wedding also. How cool is that? So, yeah, we do talk about that, yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, that's very cool. And do you, you know, do you find, I, I'm I, I'm only ever really a solo shooter and I have so many photos myself that I take. With the two of you, are you taking how many photos do you take? Have you have you found that you're taking more and more, or are you shooting less as the years have gone on? Uh, I'm I'm shooting less. Uh, Mitz is sort of steady. Um, oh, right. I call her uh, I call her Mitz sometimes. She's, okay, cool. She's called Mitzi, but I, I call her Mitz. Cool. Everybody also calls me Pete. Nobody else calls me Peter. Oh, okay, cool. Sorry. <laughs> For future reference, everybody who knows me longer than five seconds calls me Pete. Oh, anyway. Okay. Yeah, no, I've, I, um, she, she's sort of steady. I think, I think like, let's say a twelve-hour wedding, we, we end up with about eight to nine thousand photos together. So it's right, okay. That's quite a lot, but manageable, I guess. It's manageable. Um, but you mentioned how you started you shooting less. Then is there a specific yes. reason for that? Yes, there is a specific reason, and he has a name. <laughs> His name is Tyler Morgan. Oh, cool. Oh, cool. Which I I just spoke to Tyler. I, I know. I saw that. Yeah, I still have to listen to it, but yeah, I saw that. Oh, cool. Um, yeah, no, it, and not not because he told me to, uh, just because he started pushing me, and I started pushing myself um, uh, to start less uh, less start shoot at things, uh, as he calls it, right? Uh, and and actually shoot what's happening. So right. that's, been a, that's been a big thing for me, and that for me that boiled down to shooting less, not just running around and frantically clicking. Yeah. I get that. So it's a general kind of overall kind of slowing down and more patience, I think, 
for yeah. me, that's a been, been a big effect on my kind of documentary is, is definitely patience. But it, it's hard, isn't it, a lot of the time when you hear that yeah. huge laugh and you feel like you, you've got to run away and capture yes. that. But it's, you, it's yeah. I, guess, I guess part of it is having confidence in yourself that something that you appreciate something might be happening in front of you and sticking with it. Yeah, exactly. And, and I, I often say photography is about making decisions the whole day, making bigger and smaller decisions about, OK, do I do this? Do I stay here? Do I go there? You have to make a choice. Choices, 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 the whole day. That's what you do. And I've, I've, I've learned by, by practicing my patience, which is not my, uh, my, my, my strongest, not the strongest <laughs> part of my, uh, my character, but I, I've, learned, I've learned to be more patient as, as, a, as a person uh, by doing that. And also what I've done is, this is a top tip for anybody who wants to practice this. I wasn't cool. sure if I was going to give this away, but I'm going to because it's oh, cool. Um, because I did, I did some family sessions just to practice this, and I, and all I took was one camera, one lens, and one two gigabyte card, which took about forty photos. Ah, uh, right. And then, and then I shot for about four hours with the uh, family, so I had to be really, really, really careful about what I shot. Uh. Every, and I wasn't allowed to delete anything, so you have to be strict on yourself, otherwise this doesn't work. That is cool. That is a really good idea. I actually. know. I know. It worked like a charm. So by the time I was doing the third one, things were going crazy fast because that's a learning curve. That's that's crazy. Works really well. That is cool. Right. Okay. And your next wedding, you can only take a hundred frames. Exactly. <laughs> oh, no, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't do that because I know with, no. with weddings, there's always the pressure, right? So you have to. Oh yeah. No. Know, give no, yourself but... some, some 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 space, but still, yeah. But the idea, I think that's a really good idea of challenging yourself like that. And that makes, yeah, really, really, that's a really good idea. I'm going to do it. Yeah, Yeah, you should. And and let me know how it works. And uh, I like, I like simplifying this stuff, you know, I I like working with one or two lenses and and, uh, yeah. So I like simplifying my choices because I don't like choices. I'm, I'm the, I'm the person that gets flustered in the, in the supermarket aisle with 1400 different types of gel (laughs) or deodorant, you know, that just give me two. Oh, I I totally agree with you there, though. I think, you know, keep it simple, stupid. Way. I totally agree with that. And I shoot with just the two lenses the whole day, you know, yeah. 25 mil, 85 mil. And then I'm not having to, my brain's not in overdrive thinking, oh, what's going to be the best kind of lighting setup or best lens here? I just know what works for me. And, and then, exactly. I, yeah, you can concentrate on the moments and the composition that way. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. So it helps me. So the same thing with the two gigabyte card. It's really hard, though. But yeah, it, it did work getting my brain into uh, into that place, you know? Yeah, no, that's cool. Great idea. Uh, it'd be cool if some anyone who's listening wants to try that out and let us know how you get on. Because I think that's really that's really cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, let's change tack slightly then, uh, Pete. Um, if you won the lottery, what would you spend it on? Or would you still do wedding photography? Ooh. <laughs> do you enter the lottery? They must have one in. I holidays. don't actually. No, well, no. I do once. Yeah, yeah. I do once a year. We do once a year. So uh, with uh, okay. New Year's. Uh, okay, it's yeah. A tradition thing. That's the only one we uh, we enter. Right. Uh, no, one, I'm, I'm really I'm a big believer in creating your own luck, you know. Mm. Uh, but still, you know, that it's nice to have that dream once a year. Uh, so yeah. what would I do? I guess I would still be doing wedding photography. So here's the thing, right? So I've 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 been in love with photojournalism ever since I I encountered it, and 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 Tyler is also the one who really. Um, ignited that flame in me the way he does it and oh and that's cool the way he set up his rules you know the, the photojournalism ethics I, yeah. I really have to thank him for that and i like that because it limits my choices and that again simplifies things for me right. uh, simplifies the choices not the results <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah um 
I think I would still I would still do wedding photography, but I would definitely definitely travel more because I'm I'm 38 now. That's so young. That's young, man. Yeah. I know. I know. Hang on. Hang on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm 30. I'm young, uh, so there's still a possibility. But I wish I traveled more in my early 20s. You know. Right. Yeah. And what I, before I before you had kids? Yes. Exactly. So I didn't. We didn't. So that's something we'd we'd like to do with the kids as well. Uh, and, and we're trying to to find a. Um, we're trying to find a way to 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 fit that into our lives. Right. Yeah. Nice Might story. have to wait wait a while until international travel is a bit. <laughs> well, yeah, that's going to be problematic now, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. No, but so 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 winning the lottery would probably uh, give us the opportunity to do that more travel because I think that's that's the travels I've done so far have always made me a better person, a richer person, and have given me great photo opportunities as well. No, oh, that's always <laughs> good, isn't it? Yeah. 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 I love it. Do you like um, traveling for weddings? I do actually, and I don't get to do it enough. Uh, I'm always jealous of, of the photographers who, who show show off all these great uh, uh, destination weddings, and, and I'd love to do more of those. I've done a few. I've done uh, we've done uh, Mitz and I together. I've done one in France, and I've done one in Italy in Tuscany. Oh, cool! Oh, that's nice. Yes, well, it was really nice actually, and, and I really enjoyed it. But uh, yeah, I'd love to be. Uh, I'd love. I love if there were more of them. Although. From a practical point of view, I don't think we could do like more than two or three every year because it would, be, it would get very unpractical with the kids. Yeah, it is. It just changes, doesn't it, when you have kids? I, I, yes. I'm kind of jealous of those young, early twenty-something photographers who can target destinations all the time. But yeah, um, what does it mean to be successful to you? That that's that's a very good question, actually, because that's the the sort of thing that changes over time, doesn't it? Mm, totally. uh, yeah. yeah, so it used to me. It used to mean um, being on top of your game and and winning all the awards and 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 um, being well known mm-hmm. in the photography world, um, which is a really small world. Yeah, <laughs> there's an enormous world besides that and and outside of that, which is equally interesting or even more. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's something I discovered the past, let's say, two years. And that became more interesting to me, and and uh, coincidentally, that's that's the time when I started winning the awards because probably I let go of of that uh, of that notion, right? Okay, uh, and I just I just let things be. Okay, uh, and that's when you so, had more success. That's ironic, isn't it? In that way. Well, you know, that's um, it is ironic, uh, and also it's it's. Um, I mean, is it success? I, I don't know. I mean, that's a philosophical question, isn't it? Exactly, that is a thing, and that's why I find this question so interesting. Just I know. Because yeah. besides a photographer, I always I'm I'm also an entrepreneur, right? Mm-hmm. So I, I in the end I look at the numbers, uh, and if the numbers aren't great, something's not going well. I could be the best photographer in the world for winning awards or or getting credits or prizes or whatever. Uh, if I'm not selling, what's the mm. point? Uh, yeah, I mean, true. I I, sh- I should be selling selling weddings and, and shoots. So it's it's a it's a combination of those of these both uh things right that that, yeah. that defines success for me and i'm always struggling to find a balance between them so always the the artist and the entrepreneur that are fighting so sometimes one takes over and sometimes the other <laughs> yeah yeah totally get that and do you and mitzi have a kind of similar outlook on that and what success is yeah we do actually and that's probably why uh well why we're such a good match in life and also in the in photography because well and i think mitzi even more i mean uh, being completely honest, I think I'm. I I was more hung up, and maybe still am a little bit uh, 
on, on recognition. Right? That's right. getting the recognition. Mm. Uh, she isn't that much. She's well. She's she's the the most honest and and um, I'm trying to think of the English word. Uh, Man, your English is so good. I can't. I, I so wish I could oh. speak the language like you could speak English. It's amazing. I'm sorry, man. Yeah. Well. I've worked with English people a lot. I've lived in Spain for a couple of years, and then there I work with uh, just English people. So, and I have yeah. a neck, I have a neck for languages. So, I mean, so I, yeah, I love I love that. I, I didn't love it in high school because you were supposed to to be good at math, and I wasn't. So, oh, okay. <laughs> and have you have you come over to England much? Not that much, actually. I visited London, and that's it. I visited uh... London like four times. I think, and that's it. Yeah, no, I, I, I should have been. Sure, you've got to come down to Cornwall. I live in the very southwest of England. Um, ah, I'd love to visit, man. I mean, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's, and I think that's one of the most beautiful parts of England, right? Is that, that... It is. I'm biased, but it is. You know, it's right by the beaches. I know. The... That's like the, surf, uh, the surfing area, it is. isn't it? Yeah, ah, although, although I've never surfed. You know, I live here and I've never surfed. Ah, but that's okay, man. Look, I live in the Netherlands. I've, I'm, I'm, I'm not hung up on, uh, on smoking marijuana because, <laughs> I, because I never do. Everybody's surprised about that, but I'm not. I, I can't change that. <laughs> so, do you yeah. know what? I've, ne- I've never been to Holland. I really want to go. I've never been. You I've haven't been. been? No, I know it's bad, isn't it? I do really want to well, go. Yeah, at least Amsterdam, you should. Yeah, I've got to. I've got to. Um, do you think since becoming a wedding photographer that it's a, had an effect on your character at all? It did actually, um, and uh, even a photographer in general, but especially a wedding photographer, because, it, and it took me a while to figure this out, right? So, uh, photography is a, is a social. Uh, you have to be quite sociable as yeah. a photographer, and I've I've only learned that after doing a few weddings that people look at you for certain decisions. That especially in the beginning when I was doing the traditional weddings, right. uh, and 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 I, I I couldn't get people to loosen up, so I had to change something about my. Uh, inputs on that. So, um, from from being a, a quite introverted, shy boy, I turned into a very extroverted man. Okay, that's really interesting. Yes, and that's what that's what photography has done for me. And and wedding photography for the main part, but I've also been doing a lot of commercial photography. Right. Uh, and that has that has also really shaped my character in in. Uh, dealing with other people and and uh, you know if you have to shoot one some hot sh- hot shot of, of a big company, uh, you gotta be you gotta be up against this character, right? These are these are the macho boys, so you have to you have to be able to still steer him in the direction you want to, and that takes a little bit of skill, and it and it took some time to learn that, and I, you know, in turn um, use that in in weddings also, so. Mm-hmm. I used to be very introverted, and that's completely changed. Uh, I'm not an extroverted person now. I'm, I'm apparently what's called an um, extroverted introvert. Okay, right, yeah. I've seen those personality test type things. Yeah. I know. I can be extroverted uh, in a group at some point, so I'll be the light at the party and, and, and talk to everybody and have fun, and at some point something just snap, and I'll have to go back into my cave for a little bit. And Right, I yeah. Snap. But that's what photography has given me. That's completely changed my my character. It's completely changed. Yeah, that's cool, though, isn't it? That's has, yeah. it's interesting as well. I guess uh, I, I guess Mitzi must have seen a change in you. Has when she started doing weddings as well, though? Did you see a change in her character? I don't think so. She's very steady. That's that's oh, cool. a, she's a very steady person. She's she's 
she's awesome. I mean, uh, the way she's picked up this and, and her learning curve was crazy, man. I mean, you, you could look back at when the first This Is Repertise Award she started winning. That was really short after she started photographing. Oh, really? Wow. <laughs> and, and other awards as well. So her learning curve has been amazing. And that's I think that's that's down to her being so so steady and, and you know, knowing um, what's real. Right. Okay. Yeah. No, that's cool. No, that's cool. Um, and it's, it's funny, you, you mentioned an award there and you wrote a This Is How piece for us about one of your specific reportage awards, um, which obviously people listening, they can't see it. But it's um, if they go to the site, thisreportage.com, there'll be a full transcript of this and I'll put the image in there as well. So you'll be able to see it. It's a really kind of strikingly emotional capture of a hug between I think it's between the groom, uh, the groom, the groom and his grandma, I think, isn't it? It is, and um, yeah, this is this this this. Yeah, go ahead. I was just going to say, yeah, and, and and in the piece you mentioned how you knew to watch out for that moment between them because you knew their particular backstory. Um, so I just wondered if you could ex expand on that for our listeners. You know, do you think it really helps your photography on the day to know your clients well beforehand? Yeah, that's that's pretty much everything, right? So. On the day, it comes down to you know your 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 knowledge of, of your gear and everything and and, and your craft. Mm. Uh, that's all. That should be muscle memory. And then it comes down to to uh, seeing or feeling the moments. And before all of that, so before that it happens, it's preparation, 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 preparation. Because there's a lot of things you can you can be aware of beforehand. So we talk to our couples extensively beforehand. So the, we do two meetings. Okay. Uh, we do the we do the meeting where we where we just say hi, this is us, and would you like to book us? And then hopefully yeah. they do. Yeah. And then then there's a second meeting, uh, quite short before the wedding, as short as possible, like two weeks or something, not not much further, uh, because then it stays fresh. And we we really we really grill them. We want to know everything. We want to know who's who, what's what, where are you going, what's how does the room look like, what's your mom gonna react like. What's ah, the backstory cool. of that? Where are you going to... Everything, everything, everything. We write all of that down. Um, and then we go over it again, usually the night before the wedding. So this is what we did with this wedding as well. So there was a backstory to this uh, to this groom as well. So they were getting married on the, on the estate of his grandfather, um, who, wasn't, uh, who wasn't alive anymore. He just died a couple of months before the wedding. So actually, in the middle of planning that wedding, the grandfather where they were supposed to have the wedding died. Oh man. Yeah. Terribly sad. And of course we knew this. So you're you're always um, at, at that point you're always uh, looking for the moment between the groom and the grandmother. Because right. you know yeah. it's gonna happen sooner or later. Yeah. Uh, and this was actually the first time they, they came uh, really close because it was right after a ceremony. Uh, so they, they hadn't uh, hadn't had time to, to be uh, together before that so I knew they were gonna they were gonna be close and hold each other for a while uh, and they did and I didn't know it was going to be this uh, gripping but it was yeah and it's such it's such a cool capture honestly it's it's really oh, striking it's brilliant and such a deserved award winner and it's just so interesting to hear you know I don't I, you possibly wouldn't have got that shot if you hadn't have known the backstory to, and to kind of you know to be ready for that then really no, exactly. And th this goes back to making decisions, right? So usually what we do, uh, if, if people start hugging each other, uh, we try to get the face of the one that's hugging the groom or the bride. Mm -hmm. I mean, the groom right. and bride are usually in the pictures a lot. 
Yeah, sure. So this time I want to see who is hugging him or her. And I knew for this one I didn't want to do that. So I purpose, purposely, purposely. Yep. Purpose, <laughs> That's good. Turn, <laughs> I turned around to, to get the face of the groom. I wanted to see his face, how he would react to this, because I knew he was very close to his grandfather. So right. this was this was something that had to do with the preparation and knowing uh, I have to go there if I want to have the, the, the capture I I, uh, I would like to have. And this doesn't always work, but but uh, this time it did really well. Yeah, and it's great. And it's a brilliant image. Obviously, and honestly, when listening to this, uh, do come to the site and check it out. It's fab. Um, cool. Let's go. Let's go back a bit in time then. Um, can you take us back to your very first paid wedding? Do you? I'm like, I guess you must remember how you were feeling. How did you get your very first wedding? And yeah, how did it go on the day itself? Well, it's sort of linked to the first wedding I did, which was of um, a cousin. Okay, cool. And I did that one for free. Those the, the they were really young, didn't have any money. I was photographing. I had done any weddings, but I said, "Do you want to do our wedding?" And I did. It was great. I loved it. Cool. And I think it was friends of them. I'm not really sure, it's 10 years ago, but I think I was friends with them. And um, they approached me, would you like to do our wedding also? Right. And I said, sure, I'm just building a website actually. So give me one week and then the website will be ready, which it wasn't obviously, but I had a, <laughs> I had a page on there with, which had pricing. So good. Yeah. Um, and I was a, it was a different experience, right, from the first one. Because at the first one, I was sort of completely free and I had all these ideas and they were happy to go along with it. Okay. And now I now it was a paid gig, so uh, it I felt different, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, but were you scared? Were you nervous? I was. I wasn't scared. I'm. I've never been. Um, I've never been the kind of person that gets scared before before these big kind of things. I'm not a, the type of guy who lies awake or worries about uh, cool. heart failures or. <laughs> no, I I just don't. That's not. But I was nervous, so I was just nervous for for you know stuff happening i wasn't that well prepared as, as i am now right okay uh, i hadn't talked that extensively to the couple so i was sort of i, I had a s semi schedule of the day what was going to happen when and mm. yeah we'll see how it goes so yeah at some point that the day was oh, hang on i'm not really sure what's going to happen now where are we going to go and <laughs> i know in an hour from now the the reception is going to start but what's going to happen in between i have no clue so what should i do so that really got me nervous beforehand, but uh, yeah, only on the morning itself. Oh, hang on, I haven't thought this through. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's that's something I worked on for the wedding after that, and to improve that, uh, something you right. learn on, which which is what is called learning on the job, right? It's, yeah, that's, that's true. <laughs> that, that fits me very well, actually. Uh, but it get, did it overall though? Did it go well? And it actually did go well, and they were really happy. And and um, like I said, it was that was all the traditional stuff back then. So. Three-hour photo shoots, all the beauty things, wide oh, wow. open. Three yes. hours. Ah, <laughs> oh, man, it's terrible. Wide open landscapes and cars driving on the beach and oh man, and yeah. getting stuck obviously. Yeah. Uh, but it was, but it was great. I had fun, right? So that that was that was the point of it. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Definitely. Yeah, oh, that's cool. Yeah, and also obviously you were happy and uh, just went from. How did you then get your kind of? first kind of batches of weddings was there a specific marketing route you went how did you get those yeah i i, I was talking to somebody else about this uh, recently and i i figured I, I can't really remember i think i was using some social media back then already so all right okay so facebook facebook pioneer <laughs> uh yeah yeah sort of yeah 
but I, I don't think most of the I, I think I think SEO was a lot simpler then. Well, I think That's SEO true. was a lot simpler four years ago. So let, let alone ten years ago. Uh, yeah. So I I did get found quite a bit. Also from so from the one wedding I got another. From that wedding I got two others. I think. So that was four in the first year because I did eleven weddings in the first year. Okay, cool. That's good going. For I know. Yeah, I was really yeah. happy. I was really yeah. happy. It didn't. It didn't grow as fast a year after that. Uh, sadly, right. but it did grow. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, did, yeah, no, we, there were a lot of weddings that came from from you know people finding me on Google. Stuff like right. That. That's great. I mean, SEO is, yeah, always good. Still, still good for me now as well, uh, though I should put more, more time to it. Um, what advice would you give for people who have been shooting for years and now? Because you've been shooting for a decade. Oh, actually, yeah. before I say that as well, though, did when you first started, because you, you're called Love Rules now, yes. aren't you? Yes. We, we, did you have that name when you were on your own or is that when you started with Mitzi? Yeah, that's when I started with Mitzi. So I, I used to be called um, uh, Peter Geluk Bruid Photography, which is Peter Geluk Wedding Photography, which is a right, very, okay. very inspirational name, obviously. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, when, when... Uh, so, so in 2016, uh, 17 actually, when Mitzi joined, um, really fast she became um, an equal part of the company. I mean, like I said, her learning curve was going so fast and you couldn't call her a second shooter anymore. And so the name didn't make any sense. Anymore, and she really wanted to feel like uh, part of the company, and the company was hers as well. So it made sense to change it, even though that was a scary move. Yeah, uh, but, yeah, that's true. So that's when we changed it to Love Rules, and with many, many, many names have 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 gone through the process. Uh, really? From, yeah, I, won't, I wondered. If, <laughs> yeah, the naming of a company is always ah. such a, a a funny, an exciting thing. But so many opinions on that. Yeah, yes. did um did someone just come up with that, and it was a eureka yeah. moment? Or yeah. yeah. Yeah, Mitz came up with it on an evening on the on the couch. It was as simple as that. She said, "She said, I think at some point she just, you know, uh, put up the the two rock and roll fingers. You know, you know those. I don't know. What oh yeah, called. yeah. And I she know. said, yeah. love rules. Cool. And I said, yeah. Well, I, and at first I said, nah, man, that's weird. <laughs> no, it's great. I know because at some point I realized, hang on, it's a little bit weird. We're a little bit weird. It's fine. <laughs> it's it fits. And then we're gonna make that weird logo with sort of a tattoo like thingy. So yeah. That's cool. Proper cool. And and so now, yeah, I was I was started to ask it, but um, yeah, what advice would you give now for people who have been shooting for years? Because as you've been shooting for a decade on your own, and uh, is it about four or five years as Love Rules now as well? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. What advice would you give for people who have been shooting quite a while, but are maybe you know not happy with their work, or just feeling a bit stagnated, or just not thinking their career is where they want it to be? Have you ever got any advice for that? Yeah, I do. Um, because I, that happened to me, and okay. um, and I think it happens to, maybe to all of us at some point, or, or mm. most of us. Yeah, definitely. Um, and and what what helped me is, I, like I said, I changed my character. I became more extroverted. I, I gained a lot of friends in the photography industry since then. And I used to be quite standoffish on that. You know, I let, just, okay. let me do my thing on my own. I can do it all on myself. <laughs> yeah. And of course, I couldn't. I could, but then there, I got stagnated at some point because. And there was nothing else I could teach myself. Mm. Um, so I started reaching out uh, to other photographers. And sometimes photographers started reaching out to me. Uh, right. And so I started making friends. And those friends introduced me to other photographers. Uh, and they started introducing me to all these cool workshops and mentoring programs. So, yeah, it's, 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 uh, it's the cliche of the year, right? But getting, getting help from somebody who's further along the way is really the way to go. Because... 
those people can help you guide and guide you through uh, to uh, a place that you feel more comfortable and more happy with with what you're doing. Um, so yeah. Tyler is a good example who did that for me. There's there's more people and there's there's a um, there's this great mastermind group that I've been a part of for the past two years, and we've really really helped each other. Uh, uh, go far. Denise is in there. Denise Motz, you know her. Oh yeah, yeah, of course. She was on the podcast a while ago. Yeah. So, oh, that's cool. Are you like kind of critiquing each other's work and yeah. things? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's 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 photography, it's business, it's uh, it's art, it's everything. So that's yeah, we've we've really been been um, uh, helping each other further along. So yeah, that's that's, that's nice. very 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 valuable. Talk to other people. Get out there and 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 yeah, follow workshops and and get mentoring. I think mentoring is actually. The best tip I can give anyone because oh, that's 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 one on one and yeah. yeah, I think that's so cool. Just that even just that general advice of kind of reaching out and talking to other photographers. I mean, that was massive for me as well. Yes. You know, I, and it's such a friendly scene, isn't it? As well, it is. It is. We're all very friendly and nice, and everybody's helping each other. Like I said, you know, back when 2016, when my uh, my little accident happened and you know there were many people who were ready to to take over and help me out and that's that's really what it comes down to we're all happy to help out we're all nice guys we're all yeah, nice girls that's yeah <laughs> no, that's really cool and and you mentioned mentoring there as well and um along with mitzi you teach and mentor other photographers um you know could, yeah. you, t- could you tell us a bit about that i guess i guess you must enjoy it do, do you do you like feel responsibility for your kind of like mentee mentor uh, what's the word i don't know mentees Mentee. progress yeah do i do like actually yeah yeah and um it's it's tricky, right? Because I, I have a, a a big sense of responsibility, so that kicks in when you're when you're mentoring somebody. You know, you wanna you wanna make sure they walk away with with well either a lot more knowledge or, or a really good feeling about where they're gonna go. Yeah. Um, and I come from a family of teachers. Uh, many, oh really? Oh okay. Yeah, there's many teachers in my family, so that sort of runs in my blood as well. I suppose I like I really like doing it. I really That's like cool. you know uh, talking to somebody and and at some point you know that seeing that light bulb come on. Right, yeah. Hang on. Okay, see, now I can tell you've learned something from me in this moment that really ah, gives me goosebumps sometimes. So I love doing that. That's cool. Uh, but I do feel responsible for, for their uh, progress. And that's, that's a tricky one because um, uh, I think you should be able to, to let go because at some point it's out of your hands, right? Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. It's interesting, though, isn't it, I find. And do you do, do, you do your mentoring kind of in person or online or is it a mix? We've done uh, we've done both. Uh, so the first the first one is always in person because I want to look somebody in the eyes and, and get to know them a little bit better. If I already don't, yeah. Uh, but yeah, there's many online sessions as well, uh, you know. But I, I think I usually like the face to face sessions a little bit better. Uh, mm, bit trickier at the moment though. Yes, very. <laughs> it's, not, it's not happening. <laughs> <laughs> no that's cool and um i'll include links to your website so no one's licking uh li- oh, cool. licking i can't even talk i can't even talk i'm doing a podcast i can't even talk it's funny but yeah if anyone's <laughs> listening i'll put links to to your website which has your mentoring uh, details on there as well um do you have a particular piece of software or app that you couldn't do without apart from lightroom or do you do, do you use lightroom i presume you're using Lightroom. i do yeah yeah i've been i've been uh i shoot fuji so i'm kind of a little bit different from from most people. Uh, okay. Sony, I suppose, at the moment. Yeah. <laughs> Nikon. Uh, but I've been shooting Fuji for four years, and there's this uh, Capture One. You know this? I've heard of it. I've never. Tr- yeah. 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 So and they, and they have this uh, version specifically for Fuji files because they're kind of special. Yeah. 
Oh, okay. Like me. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I I tried it and I I don't know. I can't I, I couldn't find my way around it, so I had to spend more time with it, I suppose. But I'm using Lightroom still. Yeah. Right, cool. And do you have any but uh, other than that and your kind of just anything kind of workflow or your admin or your business side, is there a piece of software or app that you absolutely love and could recommend? Yes, I I I I, I could, I do, I can. <laughs> so I'm, I'm, I'm kind of big on branding, right? I love that. Right. So um, what I use to, to get everything sort of on brand or at least close to it is, is Adobe Spark. If you, do you know this? I, again, I've heard of it. I've never tried it. So it's, I guess it's part of the Adobe, is it? What, so what kind of things do you do in that? It's design like, stuff. Yes, yeah, simple graphic designs in the it's so Oh, man, I love that. Because it's been around for a few years, but it's, they've, they've developed it now. Okay. They've made it a little bit better. So I, you can put different brands in it. So the the logo and the colors of that specific brand and anything you design, it'll it'll just start with those colors and, and the, put the logo uh, in. That's uh, clever. Is it quite intuitive it's, then? It's, Is... in, it's unbelievably intuitive. And it works online. So on a, there's a web app you can uh, okay. use, uh, spark.adobe.com or something. And there's an app on for uh, iPhone and probably for Android as well. Uh, uh, and it works so intuitive, man, because it starts with, okay, what do you want to design for? So Instagram or Instagram stories or Facebook or YouTube cover or whatever. So that's that's your starting point. I use it for socials only. I don't use it for uh, for bigger designs. So that, that's what I use InDesign for. Okay. Because I'm a designer by by, by uh, training. Oh, cool. That's handy then. That's handy. Yes, yes. Otherwise, I wouldn't start in, in InDesign because it's... Oh, okay, but maybe yeah. someone who's not done any graphic design, would you recommend Spark? Then? Spark, go to Spark, especially for your social media stuff. If you want to, we, we know Canva, you know Canva? That's, that's I've the, heard of it again, but I've not tried that, yeah. Exactly, but I find Spark a little bit more intuitive and simple. Again, simplifying stuff, that's 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 my thing. Yeah, so, <laughs> that sounds good to me as well. That's cool. Exactly, I like stuff with just one button. Like right, my yeah. Button. <laughs> oh, cool. That's a good tip then. Is it like a monthly subscription to that, or can you? Is it? It is. Uh, it, I have the full uh, Adobe package, so with with Premiere and everything. So then it comes with it. Right. Okay. Uh, okay. I think if you have the package that that only has um, Photoshop and Lightroom, I, which I suppose many that's people have. Yeah, to. that's what I've got as well. Actually. Yeah. So there's then there's there's a I think there's a free version of Spark. Uh, okay. But it sort of limits you in what you can export or download from it. Right, sure. Oh, it'd be good to trial it though, probably. Yes, yeah. because oh, it's fast, man. I can just, you know, during yeah. watching television, I can create something that I can put on my stories. I oh, that's that. good. That's a good tip. That's a good tip. I'm going to check that out. <laughs> I love that. I love um, stuff, man. That's cool. Now, you, you have, you, I think, am I right? You also have a videographer in your team now? Yeah, yeah, we do. Uh, how did that come about? And and because I know it's something that quite a few photographers are looking at, maybe bringing a videographer on board as well. So, do you have any advice for for that? Yeah, well, um, this one this one happened quite naturally. So we he's he's from around these parts. Okay. And we met on a wedding, obviously, and and uh, he's a really young guy. And and when I saw him at the first wedding, I thought, well, not not sure what I'm gonna expect uh, expect from him. It was a few years ago, like. I think four or five years ago, even before Mitzi joined the uh, joined Love Rules, right. um, and then he made this amazing film, right? Something I really enjoyed. It was like this really storytelling thing before the storytelling videos really caught on. Oh, uh, cool! Which they have now, obviously. Yeah, yeah. So I, I love that. And then I, I I talked to him, and I met him at a few other weddings, uh, and I said, "Well, if ever you want to uh, work together, 
uh, let me know. And he never got back to me, so I figured, <laughs> okay, he's doing fine on his own, which right, he was, yeah. because he's, he, he does all these crazy things for Discovery Channel as well. He shot some Red Bull camel race in, and I don't yeah. know, Abu Dhabi or something. He does, he does amazing stuff. Uh, but then when Love Rules started, uh, we figured, okay, we, how cool would it be if we could expand the team uh, with a videographer and, and maybe at some point also with more uh, photography members so right, it, it yeah. becomes more of a brand uh, mm. well that hasn't happened yet uh, but the videographer did happen because when we started Love Rules I contacted him again and said okay hang on this is what we're this is what we're thinking would you still be interested and he said yes why haven't you called me <laughs> so we're kind of waiting for each other which was stupid but right, yeah. yeah so he was oh. happy he was happy to join right cool and so do you shoot quite a few together with a videographer then with him I would love to do more uh, it's a hard sell to be honest, mm. uh, we have we have a fixed price for him, which is which is easy. But you know, at least for five a year, we do together. Uh, but I'd love to do a lot more. Yeah. Because and do you have really, any do you have any tips in general for working with a videographer? Yes, uh, make a very very good. Ah uh, uh, oh crap! Now I can't find the English word. <laughs> <laughs> That's annoying. After after like an hour and a half. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's uh, you have to talk to each other about what what he can and cannot do. So with us, because we're the main contractors, so to speak, of the for the couple. Oh right, yeah. The the photographers get always get first hand at everything. So he's he's backseat to everything we do and he knows that. He's fine with that. Oh that's cool. That's, so you yeah. get you get first dibs at the uh at the food. <laughs> <laughs> yes, at the at the cake and the and the sweets and everything. Yeah. <laughs> so he has to wait for that and then we'll <laughs> then we'll bring him one when he sits in the corner. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, we get um, at the ceremony. He, he has to take a backseat to us being at fr uh, uh, up front and shooting stuff from close if we want to. So oh, okay, well that's cool. Yeah, and, he, and he's and he, happy he, with that. He knows he's happy with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he's fine because he does weddings on his own as well. Still, which is right, fine, yeah. and and he does he does them a little bit differently, and that's fine. But when he's working with us, then we have this agreement. Uh, he doesn't set up any huge uh, lights and no big uh, uh, tripods and everything for for some steady cam i don't know <laughs> yeah i want to see nothing i just want want him with with a camera in his hand and that's it and right, it's fine yeah. it works it really works out well oh, that's cool that's that's really cool okay let's change tack again slightly as well um what's something that you really love but that most people seem to hate in wedding photography no 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 it can be if you want but it could be just anything <laughs> Something I love, what other people seem to hate. Yeah. Oh, that's a broad question, man. I, know. I, I like these, man. I like I know. I, I, <laughs> I imagine you do. Um, you, can hear a, you can hear a squirm. <laughs> or you could flip it around. Something that you hate that most people seem to love. That's easier, I suppose. Is it? Yeah, okay. Right, so that is... I, 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 I don't particularly love going to the beach. Really? Oh, that is unusual. Why not? Why not? Which is, uh, I don't know, it's uh, sand between your toes and everything. Is, <laughs> and, uh, I, don't, I just don't like it, and I don't like swimming in the sea. And, oh, okay. yeah, it's, I not, it's not my thing. I don't hate it, but it's, yeah. And it's, it's, it's ironic because we have a beach 50 meters from our house now. Since 50 we're, meters, really? Yes, it's like down the streets, over the dike. I don't know if you can say dike, but oh, right, yeah. that's, what <laughs> that's what it's called. It's like a little hill. 
that stops <laughs> water from coming into our houses. Right, so you go yeah. over that and then there's the beach. It's really, really close. So we go there. But I try to stay out of the sun. It's weird, man. I'm, it's, it doesn't make any sense. Well, yeah. it's a bit unusual, but that's cool. That's what makes you you. So, but that, that's awesome to live so near to the beach. I'd love I that. Know. Yeah, yeah. And that's, I don't know, we're, we're, we're weird people a little bit, right? Like, like I said before. So we lived in this big house and, and, and paid a lot of money on the mortgage. And then at some point, a couple of years ago, we decided that didn't make any sense. Okay, so cool. We didn't want to do it. So we sold the house and... We bought a really, really small house back, so we're a lot less space now. Ah, but that's but cool. 50, but it's 50 meters from the beach, and even though I don't like the beach, I like walking along it. Oh, okay, um, just, right. Just by, just by myself and, and, you know, listening to the birds. So why, was there a specific specific reason why you did that downsizing then? And Yeah, there was, because I, I, at some point we were talking about this and we figured, okay, do we want to keep working just to pay the mortgage for this ridiculous house mm. or do we want to live and then we decided we want to live and enjoy ourselves and uh, enjoy time with our kids that's so cool uh, I, I know that's I think that's really inspirational man I really do I think that's awesome yeah and I've heard that from other people since 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 we've we've, we've not been secretive about this we've, we've told everybody <laughs> look this is what we're doing it's a weird move I know not many people do this but we're downsizing and we love it and we're going a little bit more minimalistic we're we gave away a lot of stuff. We sold a lot of stuff. We threw away a lot of stuff, and yeah, well. it's simplifying again, man. It's uh, I can I can really recommend it to everybody. Not that's not cool. not living in a smaller house. That's not for everybody, but it works really well for us, actually. It's uh, yeah. well, that's great, man. I think that's so cool that you've just got your priorities. You know what's what makes you happy because so many people are in this rat race of just material after material, object oh, bigger and bigger house, more and more money. But that's not what life's about. I don't think it is, and it's fine if you want that, you know. Oh yeah, yeah. Keep going for it if that makes you happy, please, yeah. by all means. But it, it didn't make us happy. It just just it weighed on us, right? That mortgage, that that, that big amount of money, and you had to, you know, get yeah. out there every month, and give to the bank, and it made no sense, right? So we we, we decided mm. we had to stop doing that. Well, the only way to do that is is sell and buy something that's cheaper, and cheaper usually means smaller, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. But near the beach, though, which is nice. That's very yeah, nice. Even though you don't like the beach. <laughs> even though I don't like the beach. I like, I like, the, I, I like being beach adjacent. <laughs> <laughs> um, what, what annoys you in life, Pete? What annoys me? Um, mm. Dishonesty, mostly, I suppose. Oh, really? Yeah. Dishonest, dishonesty and um, injustice. That really, really, and it has been since I was a kid. Uh, oh, really? Okay, yeah, been like it, that. yeah, yeah, it really winds me up. So, I can't. Were you, were you kind of like standing up for people at school and things? Ah, uh, no, man, I wasn't. <laughs> I didn't have the balls to do that. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> I wish I did. I was always. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a. I'm a fairly small guy, so right. I was always the, the smallest in my class, and and uh, so I was. I was sort of a. A protester in my own bedroom or something like that. <laughs> oh, I hate when people do that. Uh, so yeah, yeah that's funny though. Oh, yeah, but I understand those uh, those annoyances. What were you yeah. generally like at school then? Were you kind of creative as a kid? Did you? I guess you didn't dream of being a wedding photographer. No, not at all. Uh, I didn't even dream of being anything creative. So uh, the way I, the way I was little, little bit of a backstory, if that's okay. Yeah, of course. Yeah, stories are good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I was I was raised in the in in a very small village. Actually, the village I'm I'm again living in now. Okay. Uh, as as uh, luck would have it, 
um, and and it's, it's a very um, uh, very religious village, and I was raised very very religiously. So, uh, oh, okay. and, um, and I'm talking uh, I'm talking uh, no TV, no radio. Uh, oh wow. Yes, yes. Sundays, two times to church, and and uh, and not going out and stuff like that. Right. Well, no TV at all as a child. Nothing. Nothing. Well, I did watch TV at friends, obviously. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I to do as much as much as possible. I was I was addicted to Zorro. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah. So no TV at home. Um. So that that's that's tricky, right? That's 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 a weird weird way of growing up in 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 uh, in these in these times and, and in the eighties yeah. as well. Yeah, uh, I completely forgot what I was going with. I'll talk about how you were at school and whether you got oh, right, creative. Yeah, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so I, I grew up in a in a bit of a conservative environment, and and the schools I went to were the same. Especially the the one I went to was uh, the high school was very conservative, and and they didn't do anything with cre- creativity. Uh, oh, okay. So so nobody ever. I, I didn't know I was creative. I was doing creative things, but I thought those everybody did those. I didn't know. I was I was drawing and I was uh, I was always interested in photography, but didn't have a chance of doing it. But I was mainly I was I was doing uh, these mixtapes with my brother. Oh, okay. What kind of mixtapes? We were playing radio, basically. Okay. So we had a we had a pickup from my dad and 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 uh, uh, and some church music that we. Uh, that we put up and then we we connected the tape recorder to it and oh spoke, cool okay spoken to the microphone of that and then played music and then spoke again so that's what we did okay cool yeah so we we, we played radio so that's that's creative things and then we did um uh we did plays in them so we we, we thought of a story and then played it out and recorded that and okay, all those cool. ta- all those tapes are lost which is such a shame and oh that is a shame i know that's horrible and i i mean uh Probably most of them were taped over during my my uh, during my my teenage years with <laughs> crappy music, but yeah, that's that's what happens, right? Yeah, yeah. No, but yeah. there was a lot of creativity going on, right? Music at some point started, you know, playing the organ and later piano and and, and guitar. Oh, cool, cool. Do you yeah. still play those? Yes, I I play guitar and bass. Uh, bass oh, nice. So, yeah. Cool. Not, uh, yeah, not, you played in a band or anything? I have played in many bands, but uh, not at the moment. So, right, yeah, yeah. It's cool. sort of taking the back. So I'm doing. Uh, I've started doing uh, um, acting now. Oh, are you really? Oh, yeah. wow! Because cool. I I thought that would be nice, so I trust you try it. Yeah. Well, you are very creative then. So, like, photography, music, acting. That's well, awesome. exactly. Well, I'm, I'm not sure if I'm any good at acting. <laughs> you know, time will, time will tell, and it's fun to do. Oh, okay. so are you doing it kind of regularly at the moment? I, I, no, I guess you're not acting at the moment then. But no, nothing. No, is it is it kind of like plays in your area though? Before yeah. this was happening, yeah, yeah, oh, cool. yeah plays and, and stuff like that. So yeah, and, and some some improv. Oh man, cool. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Do you not get nervous about that either then? Yes, I do. But I'm better at improv than at plays because I'm 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 crap at remembering lines. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm well, a lot better great. at I'm a lot better at the improv uh, things. You know. Right. Okay. Yeah, cool. Sorry, I've taken you totally off. Yes. The, like, no, that's fine. Taking you in different to. tangents. But. Yeah, no, that's fine. I love that. But um, yeah, so all the creative stuff was going on and nobody really recognized it in me. And that's also because, I, like I said, I was very introverted and shy back then. And, and um, I think nobody really noticed me. And it was fine. I did, that wasn't something that was hurtful to me or anything. It was fine. It was just, I was just... You know, plodding along. <laughs> and I, I, that was fine. But I, I didn't realize the creativity in me either. Right. Uh, and if I if I would have, I probably would have started doing something creative a lot earlier, and I would have probably gone to an art school or something, which I did. Uh, okay. uh, 
But then yeah. you never know, you know, if you'd gone to an art school, it might have um, taken the love of it from away from you. And then you might have not ever done something creative. You just never know, do you, I guess? Uh, that's true, actually. Yeah. Mm. I haven't looked at it that way. No, it's all uh, good. But you, I guess so then if you've been doing this 10 years, you started doing wedding photography when you were about 28 then. Is that right? Uh, yeah. 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 That's that's still quite that's. Yeah, I think, was I about, how old am I? Oh, yeah. No, I'm not going to say on, on the podcast how old I am. No, I can't. Yeah. No, <laughs> no, I'm 39, and I've been doing this. Mm. I started in, like, 2012. So, yeah, I started, like, I was about 31 then, 32. So, so I wish I'd started earlier. So, 28, though, that's that's quite young to start. Yeah, it is It is okay, actually. And um, it was it was a, a wild ride before then of, of, of working at companies that, in things I didn't like. Uh, the last company I worked for, I, uh, I was, like I said, a, a graphic designer mostly, a creative, dis- yeah, they yeah. called it the creative manager. Uh, <laughs> that sounds cool. Sound yeah, cool. It, sounds, it sounds amazing. Uh, it's such a good skill to have when you're starting your own business as well. Yes, it is. And I love, I still love it. I still do it. I do it for myself and I sometimes do it for others. And, and I, lo- I love doing it because, um, yeah, it's sort of, sort of a, a different outlet from time to time, you know? Mm, and that's just, cool it's important to have that yeah, yeah yeah definitely um oh man cool pete honestly this has gone i've just checked the time it's gone it's it's it's, it's gone so quickly i thought <laughs> <laughs> it's just flown by i think we've got um time for just one more question which is going to be right. a nice little throwaway question but yeah what in your opinion makes a good wedding photographer oh, it's a big one isn't it it's a big one it's, yeah it's a big one but i think it's um do you know what i think i think is it possible to generalize even all the wedding photographers being a good wedding photographer? I mean, there's so many, there's so many different. Oh, ways. exactly. There's so many yeah. different ways of going about this, and and even even my way and our way of shooting weddings is changing as as we go along. So we become different wedding photographers, a little bit different every year, I suppose. Sure. Yeah. Um, but what it does take. Um, is, is people skills and that's something you can learn because I'm the living and breathing example of that because I didn't have them right yeah and, and wedding photography has taught me that uh, has taught me that so yeah great people skills really make you a better wedding photographer in my opinion uh, right yeah and I love the way how you had yeah as you say you've had that experience and that that wasn't your forte and then just by doing it more and more though you yeah. you you got so much better at that yeah and that goes for many things in life right so I, I always tell People around me said, look, if I don't know how to do something, just pick me up, throw me in the deep end mm-hmm. when I can't swim and I'll learn. I'll learn mm-hmm. on the job because that's that's the best for me. That's the best way of doing it for me. I'm learning stuff for me. And that's what I've done with wedding photography as well. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. I totally get that. I think that's great. Cool. I think that's great advice, man. I really Thanks. do. That's awesome. Yeah. Oh man, honestly, thank you, Pete. Sorry, that flew that flew by. I could talk about that. Yeah, it is. <laughs> thank you so much for that, for your time and open um, and your honesty. I, re- I I thought that was really really interesting. Um, anyone who's listening whilst editing, I, I know I keep saying this. There's no weddings to edit at the moment, but you know people might be listening to this in eight months' time as well, because uh, so you never know what people are going to be doing. But yeah, head to the site thisreportage.com. Um, there'll be a full transcript of this, lots of examples of Pete's work and and links to his websites as well, and um. Yeah, hopefully I'll get to meet you in the flesh one day, man. I would love that. I would love that. And and before we sign off, can I can I just say uh, how cool it is that you started this whole uh, this is reportage movement because uh, there wasn't something like this. And then when you started, I think was I was one of the fairly early adopters of it. Oh, thank you, uh, man. Yeah, it's it's really uh, yeah, it's really valuable. And and the way you've, you're doing, you know, the podcasts and now the Facebook lives, and you know, you're looking for for new stuff. Oh, really, thank, 
I applaud you for that. Oh, really thank cool. you so much. I really appreciate that. And it's, it's awesome to have you part of it. You and Mitzi, you're both so great. And it's lovely to be able to chat to you properly. It's so nice. All right. Cool. Let's do it in the flesh really soon. Definitely, as soon as it's possible. And yeah. obviously, you're always welcome to come down here and stay with us in Cornwall. Like, you know, oh, just thanks. really, really. I, I might take you up on that. Do honestly, definitely. The sun's shining now as well. I can't guarantee that when you come, but it's now. <laughs> Sounds nice, man. Awesome, Matt. Will you both stay safe? And um, yeah, and I hopefully meet you at some point. All right. Thanks. Bye, dude. Bye, bye. You've been listening to the 28th episode of the This Is Reportage podcast. Really enjoyed talking to Pete. Hope you enjoyed listening too. Head to thisisreportage.com to see the specific reportage award that Pete spoke about on this episode, as well as more examples of his work and link to his website. We also have lots more episodes of the podcast already released with photographers such as Sitlali Rico, Tyler Worken, Leonard Walpott, Candice Cusick, and many more too. If you have a spare moment to leave us a review on your podcast service of choice, that would be massively appreciated. It's really lovely to know that you're enjoying them. And if you're not yet a member of this reportage, check out all the benefits of joining us, including an unlimited number of images on your profile, 60 reportage award and 18 story award entries per year, invites to our physical meetups and parties, exclusive discounts and more. The deadline for our latest round of awards, Collection 15, is really soon. Submit by 2359 BST on 24th of May 2020. No poses, nothing staged, this is reportage. And this is bye for now.